welcome to Me Plus You, a show where we talk Nintendo news, nostalgia, and the nitty gritty. You can join in live for what's new every Monday and Thursday afternoon, as well as Topic Talks, our long-form discussion around a chosen topic, airing each Saturday morning. Today is what's new for Monday, July 6th, 2020. And, yeah, this is the first episode of Me Plus You. That was me doing the intro, my first time. How'd I do? <laughs> Write in and let me know. Email me at meplusyou at gmail.com. Okay, so, what's new? That's the whole point. That's why you're here. So, biggest news this weekend uh, for Nintendo was Animal Crossing New Horizons Summer Update Wave 1, which I really appreciate the um i really appreciate the pun there for wave for summer now i know the biggest thing added is diving obviously that's the most attractive thing because it's a new action a new tool set that is that gives you new access to new parts of the land of the island that weren't there before so that is pretty major actually so um knowing all that uh I went in, I dived in, if you will, to try it out myself. It's been about, how long's it been? Probably since May. At the end of May is probably when I stopped playing Animal Crossing New Horizons. And a little bit of background for everybody. I grew up with the series. My brother first got it on GameCube um, with a guidebook from uh, Nintendo Power. And uh I didn't specifically play that one, but I watched him play it, and then I got my own copy of Wild World on the DS, and also got a cop a uh, guide with that from Nintendo Power. Loved it, and been in love with the series ever since. I've gotten every game and every guidebook since then, and the tradition hasn't stopped. Um, so, I was very excited for Animal Crossing New Horizons, and um, and I enjoy it a lot. Although it is a lot different from the other games in the series, that's a whole that, that's going to be a whole topic soon. So, diving, right? It was in New Leaf, noticeably, and it was a new addition in New Leaf. Very shocking in the trailer in what was it, 2011? I believe it was the E3 2011 trailer when we saw that, and um, it was very shocking to see the person, the the tall villager, which was new first of all, to see a tall villager jump out. <laughs> off the pier into the water blew my little mind um as a little nintendo fan and it wasn't that great it was okay it wasn't it was fun but like it wasn't like a major dynamic shift in gameplay and um that's okay doesn't have to be but um point being it wasn't the most exciting thing in new leaf and it's not the most exciting thing in new horizons either in my opinion um I tried it out. It's the first time I, I've I've really kind of touched the game since, like I said, May, I believe. So, um, maybe earlier. I don't know. It's been at least a month since I've played, really. So, um, and I got to be honest, the diving, uh, and there's some more new stuff too. Um, Pascal is a big one, you know the the, uh, like, uh, hippie, can you dig it, man, philosophy otter that, uh, that shows up and wants scallops and gives you stuff in return for that. He showed up now. 
Um, but, you know, it's, uh, that kind of stuff, it's, oh, and there's, like, new Gulliver stuff, too, but it's not, it's not really enough to get my interest back in it, quite honestly, I mean, there's nothing really new, I don't, I think, for me personally, it's gonna take something like, um, there's two things, there's two things that it would take for me to get back into AC, um, one, just fall weather, I think would be nice to check out the fall season and the winter season too, because that stuff looked so good in those trailers before the game came out, and um, all the, like the fall and winter forest scenes looked like beautiful, and that's something that I feel like is kind of lost in most people island, most people I people's islands, excuse me, right now, and um, that's just by nature of people, you know, urbanizing their their islands. Um, which you don't have to do. I've seen a ton of islands on Reddit, and if you're a fan of the game, I'm sure you have as well, of people going the opposite direction and really leaning into the natural aesthetic. And I tried to strike a, a, a balance of both on my island. The most important thing to me was keeping it open. So that would be nice to visit and dive back into. Um, the other thing, a major thing, Brewster and the Roost need to be back. He came in in Wild World. He was one of the best darn parts of it. He stayed in City Folk. He was there for New Leaf. And he is gone. And there's no reason why. And um, this is one of those things that they're going to put back in, I'm sure, at some point. Look, once the museum update came out, right, with Crazy Red, or Jolly Red as he's now known, I don't know why they changed that either. Maybe, um... They want to get away from the word crazy, I guess. Um, now uh, now that they, they changed that and had the art update, right? That was, what, like a month? Like about a month after um, after the game came out? So not too, not too long. Close enough that everybody was still playing it hardcore. Pretty hardcore. Like, I think that was, like, probably just when people started, like, the people who weren't, who maybe bought a switch for it and and um and aren't really too much of gamers themselves um shout out to my gamers out there then they uh that's when they kind of first started to fall off but they were still playing it around the time that this update came out so it came out really close and that established something um a trend in the way that nintendo's going to operate with this game because look we know it's going to be a long form game right we know that new leaf is going to be um, or sorry, New Horizons is going to be here for the long haul, right? Um, it's definitely going to be the only Animal Crossing on Switch, the only mainline game, uh, because as it's as it's shown, there's only one, there's not even one mainline Animal Crossing game per console necessarily, you know, per between the consoles and the handheld, because look at the Wii U, the Wii U didn't even get any, so it was just 3DS. So. That being said, um, it's it's you could take it for granted that New Horizons is going to be the only game coming out for a while, and um, so and they don't have to have everything in it. They put in diving into this June update, and they put in um, they've been putting in different things like the artwork and stuff that we're missing. And I mean, honestly. This game has so much on its own between terraforming and Nook Miles and things that have radically changed the game. 
in shifts that have been bigger than any other Animal Crossing I've made. You could argue the ju jump from City Folk to New Leaf was bigger, but quite honestly, I I disagree. Although I do group New Horizons and New Leaf in Gen Gen the second generation of Animal Crossing, the second movement, which is really interesting actually, because the Animal Crossing director over at Nintendo she groups them into uh, three different generations, I believe, and they're all due to the multiplayer accessibility levels, which is really interesting. I don't agree with it personally. I go by style and gameplay mechanics is how I'm is how I feel differently about this and New Horizons is so different in that sense but uh, it's its own thing and it came out with a lot of different features it didn't have everything and that's okay you know um, but they started adding it in and that sense of sets a precedent because Nintendo doesn't do that very often so by putting in that Jolly Red Museum update right away they showed, like, this game's going to have a lifespan. It's going to have free DLC, too. Um, they could have made that a paid thing, which I don't think people would have been happy about. But they could have. Um, and as soon as they released it as free, uh, they're definitely undermining any chance they would have to make any sales on any kind of downloadable content when you're already getting some major updates for free. So... This summer update is not... I mean, we know that we got a Wave 2 one coming in August, I believe they've announced. But, I mean, that's not going to be the last of it either. They've established this pattern now of putting out these new things. And I suppose it's it's it, it's a mix of two things, too. It's not just... There's major updates, and then there's also these, like, um, events that they do. Like the wedding season, you know, the May Day event, the stamp rally, which was so lame, by the way. I'm sorry, Nintendo. Um, here's the thing. I'd rather have it than not. I think it was kind of fun. But, like, it's a fun idea. Let me say that. It's a fun idea. But, like, unless you fully use your imagination of, like, being, like, a kid at the museum then uh, and, like, collecting these stamps, then uh, it's really boring <laughs> if you're just playing through it just to do it. So... Um, so, I don't know, these updates are really interesting, because they're adding in these little bits, and bits that I don't think are necessarily necessary, and to me personally, aren't enough to get me to dip my toes back in, which is, I recognize the whole point of these updates, and I know there's going to be controversy too, with um, any kind of downloadable content, any kind of, any kind of post-release uh changes to the game or additions let's say is going to be something that people might be upset about because um because they maybe feel it should be something that should be included in the base game when the game came out you know and um with the case of paid dlc there's uh an understandable argument there of um i mean just look at what is it Battle, Battlefront uh, 2, right, by EA, the Star Wars game. Um, I mean, that game was like you pay 60 bucks to, like, unlock a demo, right? And then you, the rest of it's, like, paid DLC. It's like you buying the actual game. Um, I remember that's what it seemed like the general uh, narrative was amongst consumers at the time. And uh, if I remember correctly, they might have, like, gone back and, and righted their wrongs there. But... 
uh, that's an understandable, you know, concern. If you buy a game and paid DLC is announced right away, uh, Nintendo handled it very well with Breath of the Wild when that came out. I, I've only whenever people mention DLC and Nintendo nowadays, they only sing their uh, sing its praises because of the Breath of the Wild DLC. That everybody feels like they got their full sixty dollars worth out of Breath of the Wild, and they feel like the DLC was different enough and unique enough. Um, that it's not part of the base game, and it's also worth the, what, 20 bucks for the two of them or something like that, 15 each, they feel like it was worth it for that. So, that's great. And uh, if you're getting free DLC, like in Animal Crossing, then you might be saying, what's the justification for being upset? Um, who cares if they already had it done or, or planned out beforehand, you know? Uh... And the thing there would be, because they're purposely holding out and making you wait, um, you know, sometimes you just want to get a game, play it, play through with it, be done with it, you know, move on with your life. But um, but in this case, they're purposely making you wait and making you have to come back and all this stuff, which is um, not the strongest argument, in my opinion, but I know some people feel that way. And it's less, uh, it has less of a... Uh, floor to stand on in my opinion with Animal Crossing specifically a game that's based around real time changes you know yes you can time travel but they've definitely tried to change that now in this game with um having seasonal events be um I don't know exactly what the terminology for it would be but it's basically like you know like an update that you can only do during the month of June in real time you know so um, so I don't know, I get it, I don't, uh, I just don't see, personally, I, these DLC updates are here to, to kind of slow drip, feed you the, the content, and, um, whether or not they had that plan beforehand, or, or what, like, it doesn't matter to me, it's personally not that interesting, and this is f from a big, Animal Crossing fan, but this is also from a, a guy who plays Animal Crossing in the way that, um, look, when New Leaf came out, I played for a month and a half straight, and then almost never again, you know, and, uh, and I feel like that's, um, I feel like that's understandable for a, uh, for most Animal Crossing players, you know, um, there's so many, like, it's really fun to build up town and do everything but even when there comes new stuff to do you can't really get back into it just to like do these one little two things i don't know so uh transitioning to another animal crossing topic on all this front um big news because apparently um it would it would appear to seem that a lot of people perhaps disagree with me on um diving being fun and a reason to jump back in because uh, the game's just continuing like an absolute juggernaut. I don't think, personally, it feels as popular, at least in the American uh, cultural zeitgeist. Um, I think a large part of that is because it hit in the beginning of quarantine. Everyone played it. Everyone was on the same page having fun with it. People who don't play games that often eventually, of course, are going to start to burn out on it quicker than other people. 
Um, obviously, a lot has changed in America culturally, and a lot has been happening. Um, so there's no reason to talk about Animal Crossing when there's more important things to talk about. But I'm here to talk about Animal Crossing with you because I think it's fun and I think it's a nice little uh, relaxing thing to talk about if you want. And uh, and what's interesting is I don't know how the... So that's how it is in America, right? I feel like it's it's died down a decent, amid, a decent amount on uh in america in japan i'd really be curious to to know what that's like from the perspective of a of a native uh let's say 20 something year old living there right now but it it is just unbelievably popular there <laughs> it uh it there was a news story recently um for all of my news stories by the way for this uh podcast episode i'm going to be using nintendolife.com they're a great news source for all things Nintendo, I, I enjoy them a lot. So, they did an article about um, Famitsu's, uh, which is a Japanese video game uh, publication. It's been around a long time. Um, they recently had an article, and according to their uh, chart estimates, Animal Crossing New Horizons has now surpassed 5 million physical sales in Japan. That's 5 million physical sales since March 20th, 2020. It is the highest selling physical uh, Switch game in Japan, which is uh, crazy considering how many games, ha I mean, what, Breath of the Wild has a three-year lead on it, you know? Um, so that's pretty nuts. And, uh, but this isn't even including digital sales. And the game came out at a time where people were ordered to stay in their house worldwide. So uh, that's pretty that's pretty impressive to know that there's 5 million uh, units sold. Now, 5 million, I did, I did a little bit of math here for you. 5 million times 60 is 300 million U.S. dollars, right? Because it costs US uh, 60 U.S. dollars to, um, to purchase the game. So, um, they made 300 million U.S. dollars in, you know, in revenue from that, and, uh, and that's pretty nuts, just from the, uh, physical sales, but let's take a look at this, too. Japan population, uh, Japan's not a huge country, necessarily, you know, it's a densely populated and all that, but, uh, physically, it's a, it's a small bit of land, so you might be wondering, okay, uh, well, how many people are there? There's 126.5 million people in Japan. 5 million, that's like a decent chunk of that. That's a few percent of people are uh, all carry this, you know? So let's, uh, let's do the math on that real quick. Let's do 126 divided by 5. Let's do 5, yeah, 5 over 126 all right point four so 4% of the population 4% of the population owns this game physically not to mention we don't know who owns it uh, digitally that's crazy so it's a juggernaut and it's going to keep going that way and I'm excited to see what comes next of it but 
that's enough about Animal Crossing. And uh, moving on to some other news, we have uh, Nintendo appears to be dropping the 3DS from its Hacker One Bug Bounty program. That's a headline from Nintendo Life. Now, the Hacker One Bug Bounty program. This is a group that um, a company can hire um, people to try to find faults in their security for their software. So that way, um, the idea is you hire somebody, they find the fault, then you can protect against it before somebody else does it with nefarious purposes in mind. So uh, it's pretty significant, you know, uh, that Nintendo's dropping the 3DS from this program because that tells you uh, they don't consider it as important anymore, and it's understandable. I believe, I believe they they had a statement around sometime last um, last year that kind of was the nail in the coffin. You know, like business wise, uh, their like last statement on the matter. Um, and I would say 2019, I think, is kind kind of a uh, commonly accepted as like the end of the 3DS. I mean, even 2018, but like things were still trickling into 2019. Um, enough that I would count it, like, going into that. But it lasted 2011 to 2019. That's eight years. Not too crazy, honestly, for a Nintendo handheld when you consider that the Game Boy started in 1989. And and if you count in the Game Boy Color with that, then that didn't... That continued all the way until, like, 2001, I think, is when the GBA came out. So that's really crazy. Anyway... Um, yeah, so I guess, uh, I guess we're not going to be getting any more of those, uh, firmware updates. If, uh, if you've played 3DS in the past few years, then you'll know that you're constantly getting new firmware updates, uh, that infamously say, further improvements to the overall system stability and other minor adjustments have been made to enhance the user experience. And, uh, that's all the firmware updates have been for years now and uh, I guess the system's stable enough Nintendo said you know what we got this one on lock you can take a rest boys and uh, they dropped the program so that's goodbye to that and uh, some pretty major news that's uh, pretty hot pretty breaking right now is um, it's all been going off today specifically on Monday July 6th um, Breath of the Wild 2 has been rumored to have, um, to be near completion because, uh, voice actors from a Spanish podcast that, uh, the title translates to A Coffee with Nintendo, uh, Spanish voice actors for, um, for the Spanish dub of Breath of the Wild were on there and speaking to Breath of the Wild 2. Which, um, uh, you know, they can do, obviously, because the game's been announced now for a little while. But we don't have hardly any details about it. We don't know anything about its production or anything. And uh, people heard some translations from this podcast and started going wild, saying, Oh my god, Breath of the Wild 2 is done. The voice acting is all finished for it. And uh, upon further investigation, Game Explain has a video that clears all this up. So if you want to hear more on the topic, go check that out. But they talk about it. They have some, uh, there's some actual native Spanish speakers on Twitter that cleared it up a little bit, where 
what they're really saying, the voice actors, is they're kind of cheekily dancing around the topic of their uh, embargo on information because they can't say anything about the game right now. So they just kind of say like, oh, so the game, whether we did the voice acting or not, and it seems like they're, uh, it's not, it's not, it's not necessarily uh, implying for sure that, um, that the voice acting was done and finished. They're just speaking, their phrasing was purely meant to, uh, to just dance around the subject of if they're even involved or not, because I don't know if they can say that much. So, that story kind of blew up and blew over. But, uh, I mean, at this point, I think we'll take any Breath of the Wild 2 info that we can get, considering that, um, I mean, personally, I thought that it was going to be the holiday game this year, and it still might be. But, um, who knows, after the craziness that's happened. And, I mean, look, it's been... It's coming up on a year since a full Nintendo Direct. I believe last September, 2019, was our last September Direct. We're two months away from that. And we just got a statement from Nintendo recently that said, uh, hey, yeah, Directs are great, but um, we're not necessarily going to be doing that forever if another better way comes about. And, um, and that doesn't mean that they're ending Directs right now. I'm just saying it gets, it gets a fellow nervous, you know, <laughs> when... When there hasn't been a direct in almost a year, they're supposed to be having E3-style directs right now, and they haven't been. So, um, and we don't know anything about the rest of this year, other than that Paper Mario trailer drop, which we got. And uh, should be coming out, what, July 17th? You know? So, um, yeah. That's, uh, I'll take any Breath of the Wild to news, rumors, whatever. I'll take it all. And, um, moving on, though, since that proved a little bit unfruitful, we have a funny story here also from Nintendo Life about, um, predicting, not Breath of the Wild, but predicting the next Smash Brothers. So, it turns out that there's been a bit of a, a, a bit, just a bit of a correlation with, um, the title of the Smash Brothers game, uh, connected to the description on the box of its predecessor. So let me explain. Uh, Melee, right? Super Smash Bros. Melee came out for the GameCube. The All-Star Brawl is on, is the major headline on the back of that box. Obviously, following that game was Brawl on the Wii. And after that was Super Smash Bros. Wii and 3DS, which obviously (laughs) there was nothing on the back of the Brawl box for. But um, on the back of the... 3DS box, it said, Welcome to the Ultimate Showdown of Nintendo All-Stars. Of course, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate being the Nintendo Switch version of it. Now, I'm going to look up, um, right now, the Super Smash Bros. Brawl case. Because I want to see if there's a headline on there that indicates anything. Nintendo Worlds Collide. Weapons and assistance that boggle the mind. Join the uh, adventure. Nothing good. 
adventure maybe you know maybe they can make a title out of that i don't know no wonder they went with wii u and 3ds for the next titles there's nothing good on that one but if the trend continues right then naturally everybody's looking to the switch box to see what the next headline would be based off of um based off of what it says back there and all it says there is everyone is here which you know that's the tagline for ultimate and then the sub tagline there the greatest lineup in Super Smash Bros. history. Then one more uh, big header. We got bigger, better, more Smash content than ever before. I don't, I'm going to be honest. I don't think there's anything here. I think this is just a funny little coincidence. I think there, I am not cons- any. There's no conspiracy theory in my mind. Sorry. But interesting note on this Smash Brothers uh, Ultimate box, which I uh, I've actually never seen before. The back of it, it's really interesting because you look you look to the back of these other Smash Brothers boxes and um, and they always have like screenshots and like descriptions and all this stuff. And what's interesting is it seems that that as the years go on, um, the descriptions and the extra screenshots and all that stuff kind of start to dwindle down a little bit in favor of just more imagery and um and just kind of like more like not even screenshots but just like characters and like big flashy stuff and and all that the switch box is really interesting it's just everybody it's just the icons for everyone there and then a couple screen grabs put small but like what else do you need you know everybody knows what smash brothers is you don't need to advertise like spirits mode um too heavy you don't need to like advertise online or anything like that like it's assumed it's going to have online you know just put it out put out how many people are on there and just get people excited i think that's good and for our last news story for the day uh brie larson the actress from captain marvel and a host of other films. She's a pretty famous uh, actress, at least here in the States. And you may know that she's also a huge Nintendo nerd. And uh, I believe with Animal Crossing uh, New Horizons, with the release of that, she tweeted out a picture uh, the day of, I think she had her game, and she had a uh, like a, a Nook Inc., uh, Hawaiian shirt, like the, the one that, like, the vacation shirt kind of thing that Tom Nook has going on, and, uh, which is really fun that she had all that, but, uh, she has a new YouTube page that she just posted about four days ago, and, um, and she's going to be talking about a variety of things in there, but she mentions that she's going to be talking about some games, and, um, and she tells a quick little anecdote on there about how she kicked out her boyfriend years ago because he thought that she was too obsessed with uh, with Mario Galaxy, that she was too focused on on trying to beat the last uh, last level there. And uh, so yeah, I don't know. I'm hoping that there's going to be a lot of stuff on there about Nintendo, but I mean we'll see. So. Uh, but she seems like she uh, really genuinely loves uh, loves Nintendo and gets a real kick out of it. And she seems to really, like, you know, be an invested fan. So 
I would love to see more. And look, Bree, if you're listening, feel free to hop on. I know this is the first episode, but um, hey, look, I got Stream Deck running. I got some nice graphics on OBS. Like, look, I'm professional, and I'm only going up from here. So come on. Come on down to me plus you, and we'll talk some Nintendo. <laughs> and with that, with that uh, open invitation, I think it's all... All we have for today for uh, Monday, July 6th, and uh, tune in on Thursday afternoon for another section of what's new and a topic talk, to be determined uh, the topic, on Saturday. And with that, I'll play y'all out with a little song. Thanks for listening.